0: I'm one with the force the forces with me. I am one with the force and the forces with me. I am one with the force and the forces with me. I am one with the force and the forces with
1: me. Welcome to the Dharma of the Force podcast. Today with something a little bit different. I have talked about the difference between playing around like the viral internet sensation from 2002, the original Star Wars kid with his broom handle, and those who truly seek for knowledge furthering their understanding of the force. While a bit of misplaced overconfidence might work hidden by the shroud of the internet, when it comes to applied martial arts, the difference becomes apparent real quick. So when I was visiting a Star Wars event in London recently, the force guided me to cross paths with someone. In the true fashion of classic Hong Kong movies, I was sitting there, minding my own business, when I suddenly saw a master instructing one of his pupils. I found myself secretly watching, observing, hidden behind my imaginary straw hats, and I was impressed by his flow. Here I saw a true martial artist, someone who is in tune with the force, if you wanna put it that way. This was not just someone emulating things he had seen in the movies like a kid with a plastic lightsaber. This was clearly someone with deep understanding of the real life origins, someone who went to the roots and built his applied Jedi skills on top of that base. I had to talk to him. And so I did. Two weeks later we recorded this conversation. Can you introduce yourself and basically tell us what it is you do?
0: Yes, sure. Uh, so my name is Jag, Jag Kayley. I am a, um, I'm a Kundalini yoga teacher, uh, aspiring martial artist. I'm a psychotherapist and um, inspired by my love of Star Wars and really making the connection between what I was already doing, yeah. uh, yoga, um, yeah. teaching yoga, practicing yoga, that it was, if similar, if not exactly the same as really what the what the Jedi do in the movies, yeah, right. and so I decided that I would combine the two, uh, and and I've developed um, some yoga workshops that uh-huh. that look at the mythology of Star Wars, and then uh, obviously there's the practices that we do, and most recently I've just finished uh, a book that's just been published mm-hmm. that um, can help people use these um, teachings and use these uh, the the um, approach of the jedi mm-hmm. to um, to deal with life really yeah. you know with the challenges that we're all faced with in this in this modern modern day
1: very good very good that's why i wanted to talk to you that's exactly what i keep talking yeah. about on this podcast so right seems like you're the right guy to talk to um right. so um first of all what when you say you saw these parallels like what are the parallels like? What would you say is really deeply rooted in, in the knowledge you have from your work and, and your background, and what are maybe the the differences? Is there something that um, you know, in the Jedi teachings, canon or legends, whatever, where you say like mm-hmm. this doesn't really fit, or or is it all kind of?
0: Yeah, all... I, I so I I would say I haven't gone into the uh, the real nitty-gritty of the canons Mm -hmm. or the legends because there are there are so many different strands i i really took just the main concept and for me the thing that was the strongest was the idea of the force Mm -hmm. like what is this this thing they call the force you know and you know in yoga in the yoga i practice we call this kundalini which Mm -hmm. is this energy that resides in the in the base of the spine Mm that once awakened will connect you to the the source energy the idea is to awaken the energy the energy moves up through the chakras all the way up Mm -hmm. to the top to the crown chakra if you know your chakras Mm -hmm. this opens and then you have cosmic connection to all source energy and so for me the idea of the force was really just like another name for god you know yeah. or, or or the divine or mm-hmm. divinity or um, or chi energy you know yeah. um or nature even you yeah. know that the, the i mean obi-wan uh, obi-wan's quote about that the force uh, surrounds us it binds us it yeah. brings everything together is is very much um a part of if you like spiritual understanding or spiritual literature or or spiritual Mm. practice you know Mm. we're we're connecting ourselves to the the energy that is within us and all around us and i think i mean i must have even said that in my classes and i think maybe that's where it kind of triggered i was like oh my god this sounds exactly like the force so i I would say based on your question uh, the difference is um yeah, I mean, the only difference I would say is that the, the Jedi are kind of um, are like monks. You know, they, they, yeah. they literally kind of almost give up worldly life and then they go and serve the the the, the jedi order and then they try to bring peace to the galaxy bring some balance to the galaxy so for me the only difference would be that in the way that i teach yoga or the or the this path is very much um the householder's path which means that it's very much about being in the world about living in the world having family jobs whatever that entails but really approaching all of those um, circumstances, from the perspective of this larger force that flows through all things and all beings, and then really about how we can use that force to, um, yeah, benefit our lives and, and benefit others. So I, I think maybe that would be the only difference that, that you know we don't we can't just sit around or go off into a cave. Some people might wish to do this, mm. but my, my understanding is that this. Teaching the way that I'm delivering it is really um, something very practical and something that can be applied to everyday living
1: Yeah, I mean speaking speaking of God. It's uh, I think We're mostly like let's say the Western civilization is coming from a like Christian Understanding of things um, where God has kind of this consciousness and is almost like this, you know bearded guy in in the <laughs> In the sky, but if you think mm-hmm. of of God as like you, you put it like as this um predating this idea of just a, like a nature consciousness, then then um, I also see like it's basically just different words um, for the same thing, like you said, um, um, I think, w- w- please, please, uh, uh, my, my, my ignorance is, is, is very vast when it comes to, to the yoga part, but um, <clears throat> what would be the difference? Uh, like, is prana something that, that is a term used in, in your practice? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah,
0: everything we do, we, we, you know, that's the, if you like, you could say that is the basis of the practice, mm-hmm. pranayama, so, breath exercise, using prana, energizing the body through breath practices, controlling the breath as a way to master the mind, um, getting that prana into the body, the life force energy, I mean, once again, you know, prana is the force. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's yeah, like key or saying, chi,
1: like, it's it's just the same, like a di- just a, different words. Yeah.
0: Different, and i like the way that you say it predates yeah. uh, the christian ideas because yeah. i think for me even during my whatever my yoga training and, and and understanding of god was like like you say my original understanding of god was there's a guy a man right yeah. definitely a man it's yeah. not a woman or yeah. anything else there's this yeah. man with a beard he sits yeah. in the sky and it's like argos right like you just order yeah. the items that you want Like i want this god and i want that god yeah. and hopefully if you do good things um, you'll get some of those gifts you know mm. so this is a very kind of old classical idea but like you say the for me it never sat right you know like mm. I, I didn't under, i didn't like that concept of a, of a god or a man or a thing or a, mm. or a idol or that it has to be this lineage or it has to be that lineage or you know there are many paths of yoga there are many different religions so i think for me i, I really like the the, the universal universality of the force that mm. it doesn't matter where you're from who you are yeah. What you follow, we can all bow to this force, and and I like the way that, you know, George Lucas kind of. I mean, I think it was also part of his wish was to kind mm. of offer the idea of God and spirituality to to the younger generation to yeah. kind of almost like get them interested in in this in this type of um, way of being or understanding a way of living, um, and so I, I, for me, I think um, yes, this the, the way of the the, the force is very open includes everyone you know yeah. and, and we are one so for me there's yeah. this kind of yeah. i think that's why the films have been so successful and so uh, so accepted is because universally everyone can relate to it regardless yeah. of their tradition or faith um because you know you, you, I mean, you could just call it one if you like um yeah. but the force is just it's it's, it's in our psyches you know so like almost i think that's why we connect to it because that's really what god is it's, it's a force
1: yeah. The, the way I understood it, it's ba- basically also like it, it is a I mean people didn't like the like in the last Jedi when they used the word religion but because it's you know there's so much you know you see like, through a filter of like cultural background but um for me the Jedi they don't there's no Jedi don't have per se something they pray to you know they don't have icons so per se everyone has the potential of, of, of having the force in them and becoming, I mean, it's like this Buddhist idea of, of um, you just need to calm down and let the, you know, the, the water settle and, and you have it in you already. So you can become, uh, you can un- unleash your inner potential. So this is something I, I felt like it was strongly connected to the Jedi. Yeah,
0: you're, you're 100% uh, right. You know, I think, you know, in the name of religion, there's been so much war and death. which in some ways is very uh, ironic because it's the opposite of actually... uh, I mean, the aspect of God, obviously, there is destruction. So I'm not saying that we don't have that that element of of, of God, you know, of of a generating energy, of an organizing energy and of a destroying energy. This is the cycle of life. But in the name of religion, there have been so many wars and there's so much segregation. I believe this is like a a man-made thing which helps people have power and and keeps people separate you know where this religion where that religion and and like you say with the jedi we're not they're not not bowing to something outside you don't have to go to some priest and then they bless you and so then you're accepted or that you have to do x or y like you say you know the force has always been there and and it's and it's 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 within us i think religion for me takes power away you give your power away to the religion Mm -hmm. to be saved or accepted whereas the force potentially spirituality i'm talking very generally here is more about um, uh, go- going through that um, going through that journey to to remember who you are like you say mm-hmm. that force within you to reclaim your sovereignty to reclaim the power of who you are and then to use that power for the highest good so mm-hmm. yeah I, I, th- I think that's my understanding yeah, i mean
1: i've recently seen like a documentary um arguing that um like spirituality and rituals and and all these kind of things kind of predate religion. It's just something people did by themselves because it felt like something that needs to be done, you know, like if you have a burial and you you give them some something from yourself or something for the afterlife or something. All these kind of things predated religion. And out of that then came, you know, someone who kind of made a structure out of it. So,
0: yeah, I'm just kind of took away from uh... it. Yeah, you're You're 100% right. I mean, you could use the analogy of um, in in exactly the same example of um, pharmacology, mm. pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. You know, the the um, remedies and the medicines have always yeah. been available. Yeah. And what the pharmaceutical companies do, is they've hijacked that, they don't yeah. want anybody to be doing um, any of those natural therapies or using these yeah. herbal yeah. remedies. They want you to be using it drugs because they can control you and they can and they can buy and it's a business and it earns money but like you say all of these um elements nature the healing everything is here we, we have, it's a very abundant earth we have mm. everything we need here all the resources all the healing we ever need is already here but the times we're living in mm. and for me it feels like these are you know i call these the very dark times mm. you know in relation to star wars in yogic philosophy we call this the Kali yug Mm. which is the 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 age of darkness where Mm. exactly all of the the natural resources our natural connection to god force energy is taken away and has been hijacked and really now our our journeys are really about reclaiming that for ourselves Mm. in whichever way that manifests for us Um, because i believe that human beings ultimately we're good you know, we have an essential, in Buddhism they talk about this, yeah. you know, the essential goodness, your basic goodness that you have, uh, the yeah. essential goodness that, we're, that we all have. And uh, I think really through the, the practices are, are there to help us to get back to that essential yeah. source of who we are.
1: I mean that's basically like it is a tool that can be used for good and for evil so um, you know when you say like having um, access to to, I don't know pharmaceuticals or medicine like the the remedies um, are you monopolizing it and and for for using it for financial gain is basically the same what you sometimes do if you have a institutionalized religion where you say like only through me can you achieve (laughs) um, this, this power and this knowledge like give me money and then you you know get, get a higher level of, of achievement kind of thing but that brings me pretty nice to um uh the, the balance basically what what mm-hmm. is the, the balance of the force for you what is the balance of life where where does that play into to your mindset yeah. I, I think for me the uh, the balance is um it is actually
0: requires a lot of work i mean it's it's and 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 that will all depend on your own circumstances and your own situation and wherever you are in your own journey and when i say work i mean that first there is the you have to be aware you Mm -hmm. have to first develop some awareness to become aware of what it is that you're that you're doing or actually to realize am i out of balance I think yeah. one of the reasons is that right now we're living in a very egocentric society where everyone thinks yeah. they're doing the right thing and everyone's right and you know everyone's got their um, you know i mean look, right now you know we have this yeah, big divide happening yeah. with yeah. vaxxers and anti-vaxxers you know yeah. so once again it, it causes that separation so how do we find balance within that yeah. so in that example the balance would be to uh, understand that everything has a place. Like even the pharmaceuticals, there's a, there's a time and place. You know, with medicines, yeah. you break your arm, you have to go to the hospital, they have yeah. to set it. Right? Uh, like it's uh, not that we're demonising pharmaceuticals, but uh, it the, the, where they've gone with it, it has yeah. become a problem unto itself. And so the balance would be. To accept, to understand that everyone is allowed to have their view and their opinion, and that you are accepting and have compassion for them for whatever that that may be, an mm-hmm. understanding of a, a person on a journey, a person on their own um, unique journey, and that takes um, that takes learning, that takes awareness, that takes study, that takes mm-hmm. um, practice, that takes having teachers and having having it been reflected, you know, mm-hmm. having checking this stuff out with your peers or with mm-hmm. other people to kind of find out. And mm-hmm. and once again, I think balance is, is, is a very unique thing for w- one person. One person's balance is going to be different to, to another. Um, so, you know, the way that I do the training is very much about giving people the option to find the balance within themselves. Mm-hmm. And you know when that balance is there, because yeah. y- things slow down, yeah. things are calmer. There is a, a, a flow, you're actually in flow with the force, then you, you realize that you're not actually doing anything, that the force is actually coming through you, you're, you're a vehicle for the force. Right. And so it, 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 that's the balance where you, you've kind of, you, you've understood I'm a, um, I'm a human being having a, um, or, or rather a spiritual being having a human experience. And that's where the balance starts to come in. You start to kind of see there are two elements here. There is an external life and there is an inner world and there's the unknown. And somewhere within there I I sit and in that place I can achieve balance
1: i mean I've, I've talked about a lot about the comfort zone and it's so much easier to to stay within the comfort zone but it's it's never kind of right because if you go out and then like you say um try to see different points of view and um, it's scary to think that um your little world is not all there is because this is what you know this is your comfort zone literally and everything outside takes takes an effort it's easy to stay inside and not challenge your own um uh, you know what you've been taught or what's what's easy for for you to believe so yeah
0: yeah i mean like and this is why i said it's hard work
1: yeah, because yeah. the
0: actual and, and the the name of the book that i've written mm-hmm. is like jedi warrior so mm-hmm. it's really about to do that work to to yeah. to move outside of your comfort zone you know to move outside in the book i uh, based on the idea of um the shambhala teachings when they talk about a cocoon and mm-hmm. we stay in this cozy little uh, cocoon and in that comfort zone not much happens like we need to yeah. we need to grow we need to move out of the cocoon come out of the comfort zone and like you said there's so much fear right now we, we are living in a frequency of which Mm -hmm. is dominant we we need to um counteract that by bringing forward the energy of the warrior so i talk Mm -hmm. about using archetypes and activating once again you know we all have archetypes that are present within us and it's about activating the warrior so that we can start to come out of the comfort start to really question start to find our balance you know start to do that work and um it's you know look some for some people it may be easy in my mm. experience, it, it's not easy, you know. Oh, I mean, right. even you know, we watch the movies. You you see how much training the, the Jedi go through. How much they have to confront their their darkness. How much they have to confront their life traumas and their and their family systems. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's a it's a real uh, I mean, it's an epic saga because that's really reflecting back the epic saga that we all live individually through the course of our lives. Mm.
1: I mean yeah that that it's very easy to be like a backseat driver and watch the movies and be like oh why did he that do? Uh, why did he do that or why did like it's stupid or, or or like oh Anakin how could you fall to the dark side like without being like experiencing that and really understanding that. I mean it's 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 people like if you're really ob- oblivious to these kind of struggles and and traumas then then I mean it's it's good for the person but um there's a lot of like pain that goes into this kind of growth and leads to down the the rabbit hole of things like falling to the dark side or, or falling into temptation or giving into temptation because like uh, Yoda says it's it's easy it's very like yeah it's tempting, it's easier to to make a snap judgment and, and you know that's it. Yeah,
0: huh? yeah. I mean, and, and life the way that it's set up is for ease. It's to make it easy for you. Yeah. Everything's at a press of a button everything's available there's no challenge they tell you that you should you know just be happy things are going to get better and and it's just a fallacy it's just Mm -hmm. a lie to keep you locked in the using another film metaphor Mm -hmm. the matrix like it's to keep you stuck in there but to actually step out of that um takes courage um it it takes um yeah you have have to be brave to do this i mean you know the the example you give of anakin yeah you can watch the films and be like oh my god like why is this dude whining about the sand all the time like why is he like why is he so cheesy like with this girl and stuff and it's like but then if you're if you've lived if you've gone through your journey and you and you've you've started to touch on some of those places of wounding of pain of, of of your own journey actually, it's a very, very tragic story. I mean,
1: yeah.
0: it's, it's, it's operatic, you know, I mean, and once again, I feel this is why the films are so successful, yeah. is because they're really touching on that, that aspect within us, you know, of the hero and of the villain that we all have. Yeah. Yeah. And that fall to, and I, you know, the, the way that he falls to the dark side is very subtle. It's a yeah. very—it's literally just a couple of conversations that kind yeah. of trip him over the edge. But it's, it's uh,
1: with good intentions. yeah. <laughs> That's the sleeper One
0: hundred percent. Can you see? And I think this is the phrase that, or yeah. you know, good intentions or yeah. roads lead to hell, or something. Yeah. There's yeah. there's a phrase where they say that yeah. uh, something to do with our good intentions can also lead us to hell. Yeah. And you know, he was trying to do the right right thing, but then when you look at it, you can see of that 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 attachment that he had, and 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 how that attachment. You know, even to our own comfort zones can yeah. can take us to places whereby for in order for us to keep that attachment we have to betray uh, a part of ourselves and I think you said right at the beginning the force is very neutral it can be used for good and it can be used for uh, for dark if you like mm. so very I mean, it's a very slippery road and once again you know this is why we need mentors we need teachers we need guides we need um you know and there's so much that that is available you know and it's finding the right Guides, teachers, videos, yeah. books, yeah. YouTube, uh, video like anything that, that mm. can help guide you and uh, can uh, can make you aware yeah. of these certain I mean, pitfalls. You, so you might, you can you,
1: yeah. To. yeah, you might know the quote, but in, in that regard, obviously, um, like I mean, I mentioned it earlier, you shouldn't like only look in, in Star Wars comics to like, if you're really interested in you know, what can you do with the Force in real life or something, it's not only like a Star Wars comic or a book where you can find, but there's a this, this, uh abundance of sources like you just said but in that regard i kind of really like this buddhist quote of um there are many ferries leading to the other shore but once you kind of reach the other shore you shouldn't cling on to your ferry and say like my ferry is the best like everyone needs to go on my ferry this is something i really like in that regard yeah and, and that's I, also why i like even like speaking of buddhist sources i also look at uh, you know like everything else like christian ones and like you i also have kind of a, i have a like communication trainer background where we talk a lot of um how the way you communicate with people can make them a certain way, you know, there's this like people try to, you know, like politicians manipulate you by saying Mm -hmm. certain things or also like salespeople, you know, with their like, wouldn't you agree that having this is like an advantage. So there's also the the way you wield it, but also you can pick your bits and and grow and and put that to your like arsenal of of knowledge. the way you see fit, the way you need it, and also the way it applies to your, um, not everyone will be the same person.
0: You know? Yeah, 100%. I mean, you know, the, the Buddhist, that Buddhist quote is beautiful. And, and, that, and that, that's the reason why I, I love the force or the or the, yeah. or the term the force is because, once again, it's not saying... I'm not saying... I, how can I say my force is the best force?
1: Yeah, right.
0: uh, it, it doesn't make sense because the force is the force regardless. And like you say, then it comes down to how you're using it. And, you know, I mean, you, you know, in my early career, I, w- I, was in, I was in pharmaceutical sales. I mean, that's what yeah. I used to do. And I was using the force. I was using my my jedi skills to manipulate and coerce and you know um but actually you know the the thing that that what what i found that really worked and this this is the funny thing i think this is this is when it comes down to it it doesn't really matter what you're doing but how you're doing it Mm. was that actually when i was being really honest and just really being me the what what was happening was that they the 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 customer the doctors they were buying Mm. into me so what it yeah. didn't, I could be selling uh, cauliflower or yeah. uh, you know uh, respiratory medicine. They they it was they were like you know, we, we feel we trust you, and yeah. we like you or whatever it was. You know because I was coming from a place of um, authenticity, like okay. I, I was just being very real with them and especially now, this is the time we're moving into, you know, we, we've seen, like you said, we've seen the sales, but we know the pitches, we've seen the politicians. It's mm. like a big game. It's a big joke now.
1: I mean, it's and a personality cult. You sell yourself and not the product. That's what I also kept saying when I still did the training. It doesn't matter if you sell bread or a computer. Um, yeah. The mechanics are the same. The mm.
0: mechanics are the same, yeah. yeah. And and so now, uh, you know, for me, it's not just about now selling. I'm. It's, it's, it's about being, you know, mm-hmm. being that And I think that's what the Jedi is and and the more true true you are the more natural you are the more in alignment you are with the force you mentioned balance before I mean that Mm. that's how you bring the balance in by being the the force is uh, like you said it's it doesn't have an identity it's not an idol and it's not like mine's better than yours it's just an energy and with that energy is how you relate to it so however you want to relate to that energy is going to be the outcome that will that will possibly occur and when you're being i don't want to say when you're being the same as the force because the force is almost like an unknown energy but when you're starting to tune in i.e that you're eating right thinking right your Mm -hmm. lifestyle is slightly different you're you're thinking more about others than you are about yourself what happens is that you automatically bring yourself into balance and alignment with the natural balance of the force because that's what the force is here for it's here for everyone you know whatever your desire is it's here to um to to, to give you that to to let us have a good life allow you to be happy allow us to procreate there's a a lot of abundance you know there's enough for everyone uh but what's happened is there's a massive imbalance you know in the world and then that imbalance obviously we we're part of that world so we we start to experience that imbalance and then a lot of our work a lot of that hard work in different ways it is about coming back to that authentic, essential nature of who we really are and then as we come back into that balance within ourselves w- life tends to flow a lot easier and, mm. and um, a, a lot more enjoyable
1: I mean, that's why it's called the dark side of the force, it's not something else, something separate, something different, no. it's just the same used differently mm.
0: Yeah, and um, yeah I, you know, see we have to make friends with this part Yes. You know, this in yeah. in psychotherapy we call it the, the shadow yeah. aspect. Yeah. You know, the aspects of ourselves that we repress and we push away, and we also do that as a as a collective, as a society. You know, we yeah. we, we repress the shadow and we project it onto, you know, another
1: a, another person. <laughs> the or other, other one. Country. It's always the they other one. The yeah. Yeah. I mean, what absolutely. That, yeah. Like if you look at our society, how we treat like death. You know, like yep. completely ignore it, um, sanitize yeah. it, like. Uh, You know, some cultures, they have, like, open casket where you can say goodbye, but we don't see anything. Um, Mm -hmm. um, You know, it's it's a bit like this experiment. Like, if you press this button, someone is going to be in pain, but you get a bit of money. Um, And this is how we get go through life because I will get the money and I don't care about the person who's going to be in pain. And this is kind of, you know, like I I spoke about the fast fashion, you you know, like buy cheap stuff now. Who cares where it's coming from and how the working conditions are. Buy this food, uh, don't care about, you know, everything attached to, you know, the slaughterhouses and whatnot. Um, And just, you know, think about yourself. And and not about the consequences. And it's something you you kind of quoted earlier, which is also like what Anakin said, like um, Jedi only think about themselves. Um, and no, a uh, Jedi uh, only think about others. Um, so yeah. I think it's it's very important for this kind of balance. So I one hundred percent agree that um, in order to get your own balance and and kind of you know foster the light side in you, whatever you want to put it, it is very important to um, not. Yeah, fall to the temptation of only, you know, having this egoistic drive of only what is good for me, what is for, like, even if I, you know, am I willing to pay more money now? Am I willing to change, um, like you said, uh, my diet or my way of living, which will then at the end of the day be beneficial? Or do I want to have the fast kick? I mean, the modern society with all the consumerism and the way the ads and then Facebook and targeted ads, ads, bum, bum, bum. It's like everyone has... Made basically uh, 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 like endorphin chunky, and people go through life like like, like drug addicts. Like, I need the next hit, I need the next hit, and no one else matters. So, um, this is where this this balance comes into place, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, see what, see what this comes that we were talking about. Why well, it's difficult before, and like you said, the system is set up for you to get that dopamine hit—a at a press of a button, quickly, right. fast, within 12 hours. You have your parcel, you have your fun, you have your enjoyment, you yeah. wear your T-shirt, right. and like you said, the whole idea behind this is because we are living in fear, you know, yeah. and we're living in—and behind the behind the fear is pain. And human beings now we're being, you know, manipulated to 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 not feel pain like it's it's almost like its like pain is like the the enemy and it's not without yeah. pain there is there's you know there's no light without the pain the pain is actually what takes us towards that balance but if yeah. you're constantly being um you know given everything you're wanting a touch of a button then there's not much reason to feel the pain if anything the world is set up so you don't have to feel pain yeah. and people love it go, oh wow and this is maya so we call this maya illusion yeah. so you're bought into the illusion that there's no pain but actually You're buying more and and consuming more without any thought using the resources of the world to have a a 30 second bit of enjoyment and like you said there's no idea or thought about the long-term consequences i mean look at what's happening with the climate you know this climate conversation has been going on for like 50 years i was at Mm. school and we were doing things for like climate change and now it's actually like we're having these floods and stuff and and we're still having the same conversations oh do you think we should be doing more it's like it's crazy there's an absolute insanity and to to break free of that insanity it, it takes something it takes it takes a a, a lot of effort and and actually when you when you move away from from getting that instant gratification and you actually start moving towards the pain then you start to then there's, there's a chance for you to then start becoming imbalanced but how many people do you know, that would happily say, oh, I, I, I like some pain. You know, like everyone's trying to move away from it. Everyone wants the next course or the next book, you yeah. know, that's going to help them.
1: But I mean, it can you even pain. be like emotional pain. If you look at people who are not even able to be with their own thoughts for a couple of minutes anymore, you know, yeah. like um, afraid of, of what you might find. I've been talking to people who say like they cannot meditate because all these they get flooded by, by all these kind of thoughts and ideas. And I told them, well, then you're, you're doing it right. Just keep doing yeah. it. Um, well, see, and this is this is, this
0: is the work of the Jedi. See, when yeah. you're in meditation, you're not just dealing with your own crap. You're yeah. dealing with the collective. We're, yeah. we're one, we're, we are one. We're all yeah. together. We're yeah. a symbiotic unit on this planet you know this rock that we all live on we're all connected my thoughts affect your thoughts your thoughts yeah. are going to affect some of our actions are going to affect others it's all intertwined and so you know, I, I feel mm. sorry for uh, the meditators right now, mm. as we're going through this very difficult period. Mm. Uh, and, I, and this is why I keep I keep encouraging other people to do more of the meditating to offload some of the, yeah. uh, the the work, is because that meditation is now getting more and more difficult because more and more of that shadow is coming up. Mm. It's been repressed, you know, for for uh, thousands of years. But yeah. this age that we're coming into and i speak about this in the book is that we're Mm. we're coming into something called the the Aquarian age the golden age the Mm. the the, the age of light of love of service of Mm. brotherhood of unity of oneness um but before we get there there's a whole bunch of crap we have to move through and work out and and the only way to really do it is for people individually to go into meditation to to, to experience that to transmute it through their own practice. And it's not easy. Like like you say, you can have a, a huge uh, a rush of emotions and feelings that can be massively overwhelming. Yeah. And this is why the, the yoga aspect is so important. Not because yoga makes you feel good, mm. that obviously is a byproduct, but this is really right, uh, about nervous systems now. Yes. This is about strengthening nervous system, nervous system resilience, to be able to tolerate what comes up in meditation. If your nervous system is very weak and your yeah. diet is very weak, you have yeah. a breakdown. Your nervous system, and right now, this, you know, I I don't know where people sit with the vaccine, but Mm. basically what's happening now, there is an attack on our DNA sequence, on our DNA structure. We are, our whole nervous system is being manipulated. And unless we're able to have a strong nervous system that is processing and flowing energy, Mm. you really, like, you literally will just be like a a blob of energy that just plugs into a computer Mm. and gets all the gratification
1: it needs. I mean, I have to admit, there's not really a, a topic I feel comfortable talking about at this point. But um, the, the, I think we agree on. Um, I, we see a lot of people these days who are really, um, you know, sick. Um, let's not talk about like the, the COVID thing, but even before, I see a lot yeah. of people, you know, go like the doctors don't know what I have. The don't doctors don't know what I what's wrong with me. And then mm-hmm. you look at their lifestyles and their breakfast is like a cigarette <laughs> and the Red Bull, and they never move. Um, you know, it's like there needs to be, like you said, like the 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 body needs to be in balance. You need to be aware that what you feed your like it's considered a machine or something. But if you only feed it trash, um, it's not gonna last long. You know, all the like the gears okay. and everything will be clogged up. It's it's um, you have to you have to invest. Like you, you wouldn't like if you never put fresh oil or whatever in your car and you you treat it, uh, like crap. It's not gonna drive as far as you want it to drive or as fast yeah. as you want it to drive. So that's that's the way I. Um,
0: Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, like, like we spoke about money. Mm -hmm. Money's become the new god.
1: Yeah, Money absolutely. has
0: become the, the thing that people pray to and bow to. And if you can get, uh, like the processed foods, it's, it's like it's just crap. Yeah, There's no, yeah, yeah. so you talk about prana. All yeah. all food will have prana, life force, energy in it. So vegetables and things that have come straight from the ground, yeah, you know. Yeah. And even as soon as the, the vegetable is cut and it's delivered to a supermarket, it's mm. already dying. Mm-hmm. The prana, the life force in that, in that food is already leaving just to kind of give a you know a perspective mm. and so all of the processed food is just plastic crap you're yeah. putting dead food into right. your body it's 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 and it's 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 my my feeling is the system w- w- promotes that it wants you to do it it's cheap it's quick it's fast it tastes good you have it out of the way um, i mean how that's how about say,
1: what basically it's the, the the cheaper it is the the worse it is and that's why we have the like uh, obesity crisis health crisis especially for for uh, disadvantaged people who don't have that much money so i mean you i don't know how far you want to go with the conspiracy but um you know the 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 i mean basically poisoning the, the poor people um based on it, I'm not saying that Like whenever you talk about something like that, someone thinks that you think it's a conspiracy of some some evil emperor hidden somewhere, but I think yeah. such as also, um I mean we're already in this kind of territory now, but also if you look at how Facebook operates it was not meant to do it in a certain way, it just happened to be a way and then some right. people uh, realized that they can man- make money off it and didn't change yeah. it <laughs> so that's the way I see it
0: yeah i I hear you i mean once again you know that we all have to take responsibility you know like if there is a for example like say president trump is the president of the of america it's like well how did that happen it's because more than 50 percent of the population the people that have the power put him in power so once again it comes back down to us like we do have the power but it's where we put it. and and what we do with
1: it but also um, because you said we're all connected and it's really interesting because I watched another documentary about the French Revolution or whatever so nothing ever happens in isolation so that revolution led to a change in other countries you know you have there's one I don't know storming of the capital or whatever in that country but that's not an issue of this country because we live in a global and connected world even more than we used to, Mm -hmm. to back then so news will travel people will see that they can like you know opportunistic use this disadvantage to get um, you know more power in that case. So everything is connected. So so this is not some something where we as Europeans can look to America and say like, oh, this is never gonna happen here. So no need to pay attention. This is just what something that happened there. But every but also if you are on the other side of the spectrum and 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 you know you 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 see. Things differently, we have to once again step out of the comfort zone because when you see interview people being interviewed who supported this or that, they often are completely oblivious to the other mindsets. You know, what we lost is this connection to each other to understand their different mindsets and to listen to each other and say, like, well, at the end of the day, we all want the same kind of, you know, Um, but we have a different way and we have different facts. Like, what is, you know, not what separates us, but what is uh, the common ground? Where can we? find this common ground you know where where can we regain this balance as a whole
0: yeah and yeah it it, you know and that's the uh, the hope the hope is that we can come to some um some plan together if we can be together but and currently that's proving difficult uh, yeah. I'm, I'm finding but yeah. i also feel that that's like, just the times we're in I, I i do feel optimistic i do feel yeah. that we will come through these times you know um because that's the that's the natural cycle of things yeah. uh, and yet to do that i feel it's gonna it's gonna require um yeah a lot of comf- uncomfortable conversations yeah, yeah a lot but, of
1: uncomfortable, but let's 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 go back because you talked about pain because i felt like when you were talking about the pain and we run away from the pain it also kind of in a way leads to people um not understanding certain things anymore and then thinking they're supernatural or unrealistic you know the example mm-hmm. with you might have like you know the the i think the Tibetan monks who who kind of meditate in the in the cold and with the wet blankets and try them off and you're like this is impossible this is probably not real because mm-hmm. if you move away from pain and 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 you know um, being connected to your body where you can you know you can adjust your heartbeat yourself or you can influence your your body temperature yourself because you have trained yourself to do so over a long period of time to meditation. And then you sit like a week and you're like, ah, that's not impossible. It's probably all bullshit, you know? So Mm -hmm. then it leads to this kind of disbelief to everything that is um, spiritual. So you think like, oh, that's all kind of, you know, hippie stuff and it's all fake and that's not real. I mean, something I I wanted to talk to you about as well because you're the the, the yoga expert. Um, Because I have... Kind of criticized the way the new republic books because the Jedi are a bit of superhero now, so they they I don't know fly or whatever or, or or jump real high. And I was thinking about something I read or, or heard about yoga, um, that the levitating thing is kind of a, a topic. Um, is it possible to levitate or is, is it? is it misunderstood or misread and was the was actually the the entire discussion about levitating the feeling it gives you when you're in deep meditation
0: so um, yeah good question this it's it's absolutely possible you know Mm. we we are we are not tapping into the full potential we talk about the food and uh, and the way that the system is currently set up is to Numb and dumb down, yeah. all of these natural uh, capacities that we that we have that we're that we're born with. In yoga, we call these um, uh, siddhis. So mm. these are uh, supernatural powers that that naturally occur through intense practices of meditation uh, of yoga um of chanting whatever it can be these powers naturally develop and this was another reason why i was also kind of like when i wrote the book thinking well like yeah yogis are, are jedi because mm-hmm. these cities these natural force powers uh telepathy telekinesis mm-hmm. uh, being able to move objects um it's very rare i mean it's very rare you'd find somebody in the western world that is able to do those things because mm. like you've already mentioned it, the amount of practice and uh, effort that takes to actually do that uh, is years and years of it so it, it's possible um to, to you have to remember we're just energy you know mm. like some of the yogis could materialize and dematerialize in different times and spaces now us speaking that's that sounds like um, fairy tales mm. you know but Where does this all come from where did we get our ideas of superheroes from where did we get the Mm. ideas of um, of these special powers it's because they've always been there you know and we're, we're, we're being encouraged to kind of stay away from them and because they're also very seductive when you start having powers like that and you can start to manipulate the universe it's it's a very dark power. There's a lot of temptation in that. So, in terms of yoga practice, when I teach my students, as I always say to them, uh, you should be praying that you don't get them. You know, don't try to work for these types of um, mm-hmm. skills and abilities because the 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 path is to take you from darkness to light, to become your your highest self and if you start getting caught up in um what what powers have i got what can yeah. i manipulate how can i get this that and the other you, you've actually lost you've come off the path then and yeah. for me this is very much like the sith the sith yeah. used yeah. the, the the dark the, the, the force in in dark ways to manipulate and over power you yeah. know um but once again, you know, I have people that say, "I want to become a Sith. Can you train me to become a Sith?" <laughs> you know, and I say to them, "Well, no. Like, I mean, that's not that's not the path that I'm kind of living for. But if you use these tools and practices, then you just start thinking about yourself all the time, and you become very selfish, and um, you know, you you don't think about others. For example, yeah. there's a good chance that you that you that you will be, you know, you will have those powers."
1: Yeah. And, and I mean if you it, look at the movies alone there's uh, <laughs> there is some 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 gruesome murder involved that's required to corrupt the dark side so I would be would be alarmed <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. you reman- like but that's a good question I actually also wanted to talk about you uh, to you um, about the difference between you know um, because you, it's probably something when exactly when someone comes to you with a question like that. Um, uh, what do you think about the? Um, you know, there is a difference between you know life action role play, like dressing up as a Jedi or or cosplaying, and like a full immersion into teachings. Um, like you're not dressing up. Like if you want to become a Sith, I mean, the movies pretty much tell you what needs to be done. So that's actually horrible. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, yes, what is the difference for you? Is this like okay well one goes hand in hand or is there a like strict line between those two
0: um, I'm not sure if I get the question <laughs> what, what is the question if
1: um well what do you think about this kind of difference like if someone comes to you and asks yeah. you to be a sith like how would you explain um you know there is a difference between like cosplaying and 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 what what we do here or something huh mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. well I mean f- um so if I understand your question correctly, mm-hmm. are, are you saying that if somebody says they want to be a Sith, in you mean like in real life or just I mean in cosplay? Mm,
1: well, no, I mean like now you 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 talked about you know all, all using your knowledge to basically become like this real real life Jedi, understanding the Force. Like the Force is mm-hmm. just basically the Star Wars word for you know the, all these kinds of other like Ki, Kee- yeah. G, Brown or whatever. Um, so. There is a difference between just cosplaying, the dressing up as a Jedi, and, you know, walking the walk, basically.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I think I might have said this in the book as well. I said, yeah. like, if you really want to be a Jedi, it's not going to happen by sitting on the on your sofa, watching the movies, eating pizza and MMs, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, it, it, like, you're going to have a really good time, don't get me wrong, and yeah. then you might want to... You know, and I'm not. You know, the cosplayers are awesome. You no. know, like, like I, I love them, so I don't have any anything uh, bad to say about them. But like you, you correctly say, I, I feel that that's like almost the first phase. You know, it's yeah. almost like they, they they want the energy of it, and for them inhabiting a costume and, and wearing that starts to give them that um, feeling of yeah. being a Jedi. You know, mm-hmm. um, otherwise why else do it, right? Because it's just a costume. Um, and then there are others that less worried about the costume and more interested in the practice i mean um for me i don't really see any separation i, I think mm. they can both work really beautifully together but mm. you know be mindful that um just dressing up like one uh, doesn't make you one it's yeah. a bit like fancy dress party just uh, dress like a <laughs> policeman doesn't make me a policeman <laughs> or, okay. you know yeah. so but then i might get the feeling of oh i've got some power or oh look at this is what i must feel like to be a policeman yeah. i don't know because i don't yeah. really do cosplay i, I have my own outfits that i've kind of mm. uh, developed which are some form of cosplay it's like my version of a, of a jedi outfit mm. um but once again mine is uh, I've, I've tried to ground it more in reality it's something that i could like mm. wear when i'm out when i go to the supermarket or mm. whatever and i'm not saying you couldn't do that with a jedi outfit you could but for me it's it's, uh, it's about who you're being as mm. opposed to, rather than what you're doing um
1: I mean yeah, the, the but... Jedi outfit actually is quite interesting because I feel like often in, in let's I, I know like Star Wars is not sci-fi but let's let's say fantasy and sci-fi movies the the costumes are not really practical. I mean even if you look at Darth Vader obviously it's a suit but it would not be practical necessarily in a, in a real fight. But the Jedi actually have a very grounded um um, way of dressing because it's very like this the, the, the move they allow movements the boots are basically like you know worker boots so so yeah. it, it is so it is actually possible it's it's actually realistic that warrior monks would dress like that with the utility it's belt yeah,
0: yeah 100% I mean if you if you look at what they're actually wearing if you, if, yeah. if you just try to make your own Jedi costume yeah. you'll notice that the top part of it is very much like a dough box that you would yeah. wear in martial arts it yeah. c- crosses over and it cuts across and then you have the belt that goes in the middle so that's very much for that ease and flowing you know this does once again comes from some of those designs those early designs of basing them on the samurai yeah. of giving them that kind of free-flowing um, costume that will allow them to um, to do all the things they need to do all the moves they need to make um so yeah i mean I, I, once again i think it's you know for some people it can be a good great place to start you start you know it's almost like when you're gonna go in the business world like you put a suit on you put a tie on and a, and, a, and, a, and a shirt and already you're kind of in the business world you know so it's a little <laughs> bit like that i think with the jedi as well you know you start dressing like that you start to feel it yeah. So almost like a, it could be a, a, the opening for something perhaps deeper that you start um, doing and practicing. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, it connects you to it like if you feel like it. Yeah, you know. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so um, you talked about it earlier, but I would really like to know your your opinion because I talked about it in length. Actually, it was kind of the reason why I started this podcast to begin with, because I noticed a lot of people have a really hard time again, coming from a. Like, now let's let, I don't want to bash Christian or Judeo-Christian beliefs, but even atheism is kind of coming out of this, you know, culture. So, and they have a very hard time understanding the attachment role, the non-attachment roles, like Jedi are not allowed to do this or that. Mm-hmm. Um And, and... I spoke about this in, in, in great, great length. Um, so, um, I would like to, to, to know what you think about that. Like, how would you interpret, you know, the Jedi are not allowed to, um, get married or, or like Anakin says, like we're actually encouraged to love, blah, blah, blah. How um, do you understand that? Um, and transfer it into, you know, is it even part of your, um, you know, real life Jedi practice?
0: Yeah, I mean, unless you want to be like a like a hermit monk, yeah. you know, where you, where you you're celibate. You know, this is also a path, you know, like if if that's what you wish to choose. But uh, my approach is that once again, a very householder's path. You know, encouraged mm-hmm. to love the force. Mm-hmm. The force is love, actually. You know, the energy of the force is is, is love. Uh, and and I think so. The idea that the encouraged to love is 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 very very good, and um, so. Marriage. Um, once again, it, like it's looking at w- w- the whole concept of marriage. <laughs> like I mean, without getting into like the, the contract side of it, it's like why do people get married? What 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 is it that you want to want to be with this other person? For me, the idea of marriage is that you join together so that you can serve the force together, mm. so that your wills become one to serve mm. something higher. Because the problem with modern-day marriage and contracts and how marriages are set up is like, right? I, own, I now legally own you, and now you should do X, Y, and Z to make me feel yeah. happy or yeah. give me this, that, and the other. When the the true idea of it is that you you come together in order to serve something higher. So for me, that's that's the approach of the Jedi is mm. that yeah love be together but remember that being together is not so you can fulfill each other's narcissistic needs but actually be together so mm. that you can serve something higher together the energy that you create together can be a higher frequency uh, To, to 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 the kind of ins- not, not so much inspire others but your way of being will inspire others it's mm. like it's true love you know you're doing it for each other and you're doing it for the greater whole uh, mm. I, don't, I think if marriage mm. is based in this way
1: uh, n- they'd enough. be yeah, Unless I mean less, less, less about the, uh, the 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 marriage part. I meant like, why do people do you think that people have such a hard time understanding, um, the differences of attachment and think like the Jedi are kind of stupid to not allow attachment per se.
0: Um. So let me see if I can understand your question. Mm-hmm. Are you saying why why do people struggle with the idea of attachment?
1: Yeah, I was like, um, sometimes I hear so much about like, like. Um, th- that, that basically also like it's a Jedi's fault that Anakin failed because he should have been allowed to, to get married. And, um, well, my, to, to, to just explain what I'm, what I mean is my argument mm. was this kind of no attachment rule comes from different angles. For example, if you're an undercover spy, um, uh, attachment can make you vulnerable, you know, like if someone, mm. uh, you know, abducts your family, they can force you to do stuff you wouldn't want to do. Um, attachment can be, um, really bad if, um, let's say like, uh, I think an example I I, I used in in a podcast was, well, there's a difference between love and attachment so you can love someone but then it's like a little birdie you saved you know you found a little chicken and then and, and you, mm. you and then you let it fly you know at some point you let it fly if it doesn't need to be with you anymore you let it fly or your wife wants to separate and then you kill her because you cannot be without her and my argument yeah. has been that the jedi non-attachment rule is to not let it define you you obviously can love you're encouraged to love but once it is in conflict with your duties as a jedi um you let it you let it go i don't know if you watched like the clone wars or something but i think like Mm obi-wan had the same thing where he was kind of there was this such a um and 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 didn't follow the same route as anakin which completely got obsessed uh and possessive with this attachment um
0: yeah and 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 like your, some of the words you're using possessiveness and yeah, yeah. Um, the downfall i mean th- these are the negative um, aspects of attachment yeah. you know um, yeah it's, it's it's a difficult one i mean uh, so for, for me there's the, the whole idea of um f- from the psychological mm-hmm. perspective so in psychotherapy we have a different attachment styles and i feel our different attachment styles are the reasons why we will end up having, you could say, negative attachments. Mm -hmm. Uh, That comes from early childhood. Mm -hmm. Um, The way that we um, have attached to our parents becomes the, the primary way we attach to all things in our life then Mm. and if we've had negative experiences when we're young then those later attachments would also start to become negative and so that needs to be worked through so that you have a healthy attachment attachment in itself isn't bad but i think if it when it's unhealthy and it's based on say Code, being codependent or having some other type of um, desperate need for it, uh, like that, you know, the way that you described of the, letting the birdie go. You know, I think I read somewhere there's this thing: if you love something, you set it free. Yeah. If yeah. it comes back, it's yours. Yeah. And if it doesn't, it never was. Yeah. And Beautiful. so once again, it's that it's it, you know it's the understanding that that you don't own the force, right? Like you, you're just yeah. part of the force, and so you don't own the other. That you, you can be with the other, and I think it's it's those small changes in understanding that can help us to bring a little bit more balance because otherwise if if you're not attached to life you become completely well, I mean, this is where you become like a monk, like you, mm. you become outside of life, you know, but we are in life. So we're, there's a certain amount of attachment that happens anyway. Um, but I think mostly it's about having a, a healthy attachment. And this comes to, through awareness and some of that hard work of realizing where some of your attachments are leading you perhaps in the wrong way. You know, mm. being too attached to your job where you're not spending time with your family. Yeah. That level of attachment in society can seem really good really hard working, got a great business, mm-hmm. but then because you're so attached to it because of some other wounding. You're trying to prove something to yourself yeah. or to somebody yeah. or to your mum or your dad that you know that you can achieve and you can do things. But the strength of that attachment has become uh, slightly toxic
1: yeah. and then
0: that can become a problem. Um, I mean,
1: you, you said something really beautiful. I mean, you you basically, psychothera- <laughs> from a psychotherapist point of view, explained what happened to Anakin. And suddenly, like, why did the Jedi Order say, you're too old? Like, you're, like you know, if you're that young, you won't notice, basically, if you join the Jedi Order. So Anakin was too old. They didn't want to train him because they thought there's risk with it. Then he had the separation um, with his mother, which deeply traumatized him, which made him later on a very possessive uh, um, husband. Um, which yes. ultimately led to its downfall. And it's very easy to say, like uh, to like George Lucas, like oh, the, the prequels are stupid, but once you look deeper and you look at these kind of like uh, I mean, like genius bits, if you look at them from a uh, like spiritual or or like you now say like psychological standpoint, there's so much more meaning to it than than you would think at first when you, you know, when you watch the the, the prequels. I think.
0: <laughs> Oh, 100% I mean I always say this about all film yeah it, it, it's it's not really the film it's what you bring to the film yeah you know I you know when you watch a film now or you watch a film when you were younger your ideas and understanding of life has changed in yeah. those five or ten years so you can literally watch the same film again but it's totally different and it has a totally different meaning for you yeah. that's why you know some films seem really rubbish when you watch them the first time and then you watch them Mm. sometime after you're like wow that was like really deep and it's not because the film became deeper but because you became deeper you've had different experiences now you Mm. have a different understanding of life and so um you know you can watch these movies and it can be just great uh like a popcorn movie uh but once again i think the reason why these movies have been so successful is because they they're touching on archetypal um uh, uh, energies we have within us and they're also touching on the the struggles and energies that we all have this idea of being too attached and like you rightly said you know he was an orphan you know he he left his mother he has all this guilt his mother died in his arms that fear that attachment then becomes very very distorted, and then would lead you to start doing, well, the things that he did, and you know we see this in mm. in, in 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 life, you know, um, yeah. playing out in in different ways. Um, but those early uh, attachment patterns, if the if something goes amiss, you know, mm. then then yeah, if, if if we're not aware of that, what's gone amiss, and we don't take some steps to rectify and to understand our attachment patterns, then they can lead us to some dark places dark relationships you know mm. uh, not the people are bad but it's just it's what you're attracting yeah. and this, this is what happens very much in where when children have been abused or neglected yeah. when they're yeah. young they find that when they're older they, they they they're tending to get into like bad you know bad relationships yeah. why yeah. do I always pick this bad guy and there'll yeah. be some level of unhealthy attachment that's happened with the father or the caregivers yeah. that could potentially lead to that I'm not saying the only thing but yeah. there's for me there's a big correlation between the two
1: yeah. I mean, um and also the, the attachment to your own opinion basically. I mean you you, you yeah. hinted at but obviously um this is something I've discussed with people when the sequels came out and now the, the no the prequels came out and now the sequels. I mean you grew up with a movie, you watched a movie for thirty years, you can like talk, talk along, you know every 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 bit there is and then you walk into the <laughs> cinema and then you're disappointed because the new movie doesn't like live up to that. So mm-hmm. um what I did for myself um, um, I didn't like I, I'm not coming out of the out of the movies and like like this was. <laughs> disappointing because I yeah. don't feel the same I felt 30 years ago or something so I watched them a couple of times so I get this familiarity with the movie and I, I start seeing more things that you don't see after the first or second time so to mm-hmm. to, to, to understand it and I mean this is too too much for, for this podcast but even the like no matter what you think about the, the sequel trilogy even there there's a lot of stuff in there I mean um, from the you will probably have something to say about the Different relationship between Kylo Ren and, and Han Solo, kind of the, mm. uh, especially like uh, most people didn't really seem to like Rise of Skywalker, but the, the, the final conversation when he speaks to this kind of um, imaginary Han Solo mm-hmm. and uh, and has this kind of redemption moment, um, for me that's very, very, um, I mean, deep and, and um, really underappreciated kind of in a way. Like, obviously, you might might think of those movies what you want, like, oh, there was no plan and whatnot, but there are some really deep uh, and emotional parts in there
0: yeah and once again it comes back to what you bring to the movie if you don't have any i don't want to don't sound mean but like if you don't have any depth let's say and you don't have Mm. any other stuff that's going on in your life you just turn up as a as a customer and just want to watch a movie and be entertained you know you could say it's a bit of a crap movie like Mm. it's it's too long it's too fast i don't really get the characters so which is a a fair um you know movie critique if you like but you know, I'm not talking about that I'm talking yeah. about like you said these subliminal these very subtle messages I mean the thing that he's touching on there in in those scenes with Kylo Ren and mm-hmm. Han Solo and I'm, you know, and so I'm just like so happy that they made these uh, other yeah. three movies uh, because of this like development of 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 those of, of 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 how the ancestral wounds can get carried yeah. on yeah. we we ultimately we're talking about the father wound here so in mm. psychotherapy, we call it like the absent father, or the, or the or the or the the wounding that happens when the bonding between the father and the children isn't so good, and have a massive effect on the way that that shapes the person's life and who they become and what they become, and you can see that in Kylo Ren, through the, throughout the movies, looking for that father figure, yeah. looking for the missing father that he didn't have. I mean, Han Solo was off doing whatever it seems like him and Leia had kind of split mm-hmm. you know he looked for he looked to Luke to be that kind of mentor figure uh, or that father figure that he never had it, 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 he, that father figure tries to kill him <laughs> uh, then he has um then he goes to his grandfather and he's looking for that as inspiration and trying to connect to his energy mm-hmm. and this is very much um you know th- there's there's the, the healing of the feminine that needs to happen and mm-hmm. then there's the, fe- the the healing of the masculine that needs to happen mm-hmm. and a lot of boys um a lot of men are still boys because mm. they never went through that process. Yeah. They weren't. There was nobody to guide them how to to grow up, and that's why, you know, Kylo Ren for some of the scenes is like a like Anakin, like a petulant teenager,
1: yeah. losing
0: his temper and, and just getting angry and yeah. and being yeah. very um, I want it now. This is I want it my mm. way. You know, and that's from somebody that hasn't had that nurturing, hasn't had that father, yeah. and then wants to end up like, you know, ruling the universe. And I think that redemption is something that we all uh, especially as men I think we're all yeah. really longing for.
1: Mm. Yeah. I mean the redemption is a whole whole other thing. <laughs> um
0: yeah, we I mean we have like you know you could have themed podcasts here you have the redemption podcast the attachment podcast i mean you know these topics are so rich and and this is why i love the movies because they are so rich and you know and listen you know we're talking about we're talking about something that was created in 1977 and it's still going on you know and we're having a lively conversation i mean You know, the force
1: is in the films, yeah. I mean, that but, cho- just shows how, how universal it is like the monomyth. Yeah. I mean, that's that's why everyone keeps talking about Campbell because it is what it is. I mean, it has been, it is in everything from Lord of the Rings to Harry Potter, it is kind of this this journey. Um, it's, it's like as old as, as mankind. I mean, yes. I don't know, like uh, Gilgamesh or, or Greek, yes. Greek myths, yes. it is something we always talked about and it's something I, I, um, there was, I did a book commentary on, on some, some book about the Jedi path and mm-hmm. um, the, the author um, spoke about the kind of this, this repeated story that comes and at the end of the day it doesn't matter if it's true, it, it, if it can serve as a moral guideline. Because no one kind of cared if the, if the Greek um, myths were true they were just like inspirational to, to to most people like inspirational tales about you know the bravery of some heroes or something so for me star wars follows in the same tradition it's not like um if someone says like why why are you even talking about that why is this a, a like why is this real for you because it's as real as it used to be it is as as old as as mankind 100% i mean
0: this is this is the modern myth
1: this yeah. is
0: our myth for our times the, the you know the, the whole idea behind the grith Greek myths and the Greek tragedies was to help you to understand life. Right. It was to help you to understand the conflicts and the intricacies and the betrayals and the the loves and the hates and the dynamics of um of 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 the of, of life. And and the, so it helped people to understand themselves. They would watch some of these plays and read the stories, and it would give them understanding of the different energies that we had. Right. Know, the idea of all the different gods were really just archetypes you know yeah. showing that the different natures of the gods and how we all inhabit them you know hindu traditions have have the Bhagavad gita that talks mm. uh, about all of these different energies and once again that you know krishna and arjuna and the warrior and these myths are there to help us understand our place in the universe and understand ourselves and for me star wars is the modern myth it's, it's the yeah. myth of our age Absolutely. that we can connect to and can understand and 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 kind of almost like uh, watch and and learn um, different things if you wish to approach it in that way, or you know, otherwise it's just like a you know sci-fi um, summer blockbuster movie, right? Yeah, but,
1: different yeah. layers. <laughs> it it's is what you layers. want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's cool. Um, I mean, we we're one hour in. I don't want to keep you too long. Um, just um, maybe one last question. Um, are you yourself following some some other Jedi communities on the internet, or um, what like do you see advantages in in following that, or do you see um, um dangers? You know, there's always a lot of like the internet <laughs> per se has uh-huh. gatekeepers, theoretical yeah. experts, and keyboard warriors. So what's your thought about that?
0: So funny! Like, I actually have a chapter in the book called Keyboard Warriors <laughs> oh, okay. for exactly for exactly this. Right. I'm gonna I mean, get, get myself the, the book yeah 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 um so uh, the the way that i am about so i don't i don't engage in any online groups Mm -hmm. i don't do any chats i i I don't have anything to necessarily prove i I, like when it comes to Mm -hmm. uh, canon legend and you know i i I, it's not really a conversation i kind of get into because for me uh, um i'm approaching it a different way now in terms of other groups like I love connecting with other groups, I love connecting with other Star Wars fans, um, uh, and and I would follow groups, um, join other groups, like, you know, there's there's the Saber Force guys that were there on the day when we, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, there was the Star Wars day that we had in Mm Elstree, you know, those guys I would hang out with, they're they're really good, you know, because there's a a massive similarity, you know, we're we're all crossing over. So for me, there's almost like, I don't really see what what there is to argue about. But what I find is that this also happens in religions. You know, you'll get members of religions like that will argue about certain scriptures or argue about what Jesus was trying to say or argue that that story about Buddha is incorrect or that, you know, whatever it might be. And and I think that that, there's just there's a place for everyone. You know, if people want to argue and debate about these things, it's great. Um, it's not it's not something i'm interested in um and in mm. the same time it's a bit like the cosplayers i love cosplay uh, I, I love seeing them i love having photos with them it's not mm. something i necessarily like to mm. do um but i feel like we're all one and if yeah. anything you know, but it's I, it's I,
1: funny I, sorry if i'm interrupting you there Let's just had yeah, yeah. the idea like there is this youtube channel about religion i think religion pro for breakfast or something and they have an episode about how star wars canon explains um basically the, how, the Bible, like the, the, how the Bible has been compiled. You know, you have a lot of books, you have a lot of experts. People want this in there. They say this is legend, so, this is canon. So mm-hmm. I found it to be very interesting that you kind of use a similar analogy right now, because I mean, that's what it is like. It is like every religion, every topic. There will be a couple of people arguing about what, what is real and what is true. Yeah, but at the and, end of the day, we all love the same thing, right?
0: Yeah, and, and so, you know the thing is that everyone has a different personality type. Yeah. You know, like if, if like if you try to then now let's say you have someone on your podcast who who likes to do that debating stuff, right? Mm. Like uh, that's just the way they are. That's that's just them. Yeah. You know, it's not they're not trying to do it. They don't. They they almost wouldn't understand your question. Um, and and like for me, I, I take a very universal approach. I like I I, I love everyone in it. Uh, uh, but i i guess i would be encouraged to kind of say can we not just all play nicely together you know like we we all love the same thing and yet there's that part of me that's slightly still naive and still Mm. wanting you know um, everything to be good and nice and yet even within star wars we, we don't have that you know we don't have that same level of unity and, and that's mm. that's life and um, and i'm i respect everybody what you know what, what whatever they're doing uh, i don't think there's anything uh, better or worse no uh, i think I mean, the last especially for, example sorry Yep. Yeah, um, yeah. the, the last jedi is a good example of that kind of yeah. that split you know there were some people that loved it hated it mm. and it kind of split us apart in some well. ways but ultimately it's still star wars it is yeah. canon it is part of us and exactly. so there's a certain amount of acceptance that we have to have even yeah. for like it took me ages i had to do a lot yeah. of meditation and practice yep. <laughs> with ryan johnson i mean yep. you know the first six months i couldn't even say his name and i would yeah. never look at the, the you know this is crazy i mean i'm a like, grown man and i was yeah. just so yeah, yeah. angry it's
1: hard, yeah.
0: um but then at some point, um, I, I, I read something about uh, uh, there was a review of The Empire Strikes Back. And the review was just kind of saying this is like the worst film ever. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, yeah. they're talking about The Last Jedi. And when, at the end of the review, it said uh, Empire Strikes Back you yeah, know, 1984 yeah. or whatever. And I was like, oh, my God. So this 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 kind of thing always happens. Yeah. And so it just it just gave me more compassion for yeah. for, 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 for even for Disney. For uh, for Kennedy for Ryan Johnson they tried their best they were they were trying to do something they thought we wanted and you know what they were never going to get it right I guess yeah no they cannot please
1: everyone they cannot I mean I think everyone like everyone agrees there should have been more planning they should have been like tying it together and everyone should have known what the other guys are doing um uh, that that's kind of I feel, feel like where everyone is moving like accepting the movies for what they are. Um for me what doesn't land is the humor. That's. that's 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 completely putting me off. Other than that I have to say like visually it's probably one of the the, the nicest one ones. So um yeah, I mean like like you like you said yourself I it took me like I had to watch it a couple of times and and some <laughs> some of the times that you didn't like um so um, but yeah, it's 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 part of the story. you cannot um, is it is it Burger King? like you cannot have it your way. It's not like no one owes me uh, anything. It doesn't need to be what I expected. Um, and uh, it is uh, force forcing me out of the comfort zone and that's and I think the, the, that's the key.
0: Yeah. See, Eve, that's the key. It forces you out your comfort zone. It it forces you to develop compassion, yeah. understanding, yeah. and also forgiveness. Because the only person that's getting yeah. really upset is yourself. Yeah. You're the person that's getting your knickers in a twist about this movie, right? Exactly. And then you kind of realise you're like, yeah. wow, hold on. This is it's just like a movie. Like, what? Where? Where is my heart at? You yeah. know, where, where's my true Jedi nature in this? Exactly. And for, for me, that's where it becomes um, really interesting and, and and really exciting that these films can have that stronger uh, <laughs> impact on us and yeah, yeah. divide or bring us together in such yeah. a strong way.
1: Yeah, and then I mean, in in closing, maybe because we talked about the rift in the fandom and whatnot, um, the the way I want to see it and I try to see it is that that. Um, uh, I mean, people like I, I don't know if I can say us, but those who kind of approach it more spiritually and 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 and, and do their best to 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 I don't know, be a bit awakened to the circumstances mm. and the knowledge. Um, it is kind of our um, responsibility, I think, then to understand that not everyone is there yet or at all. Not everyone might want to 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 be there and kind of open their eyes, and that's that's also good. If if if. If people want to, wanna like, are not on a level where they can communicate or they communicate their feelings, not everyone is aware why they, like, there's, this movie sucks and they don't really understand what goes into this. Like, often when you say something, it says more about yourself than you're ready to reveal. And yeah. by, by kind of us knowing that, it is our responsibility to to be compassionate and understand that and not push back. That's, that's my opinion.
0: I I I think it's beautiful. It's a really nice way maybe for us to kind of bring a Mm -hmm. close to this call. Um, Yeah, and once again, like, and this is where the work comes in again, and this is why you have to train, is because... This revolution that we're talking about—it mm-hmm. um, won't be televised. We're not going to be able to uh, convince anybody of mm-hmm. our views. The actually only way we can do it is by living it, is by actually yeah. by being leading, in leading ourselves example. Through our, also, you know, mm-hmm. through our own practices yeah. and our own, yeah. and and what will happen is that people then will just energetically naturally gravitate towards you or move mm-hmm. away from you. Yeah, and I. I like, in this day and age that's the thing you can trust and, and that all comes from your own practice and sitting with those difficult dark emotions or those difficult feelings or mm-hmm. the upset you might be feeling when someone criticizes what you do and, mm-hmm. and they don't like it, you know, having that love and compassion um, I, I feel is 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 definitely uh, what a Jedi is about, yeah. so that's right. love.
1: <laughs> okay. Let's love. Well then, thank you so much for your time. I will um, post all your links to you to your book and your group. Um, you're based in London with your group. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We, we're based in London. We're in East London, but I mean, we travel. We do west, mm-hmm. south. I mean, I travel abroad and stuff. Um, so yeah, workshops can happen anywhere. Um, people have any questions uh, they want to connect they want to find out more then uh, like you said eve uh, you know we'll give them some links and stuff all right um and ultimately yeah the, the whole idea is um it's time for the jedi to return
1: <laughs> exactly then in that spirit thank you so much and may the force be with you
0: yeah may the force be with you as well brother take care
1: epilogue While there has been a consistent overlap in what we believe, I want to point out something as a disclaimer. I might have misunderstood and it might have nothing to do with what Jag was hinting at, but I still wanted to bring it up either way. I know that in many spiritual and esoteric communities and bubbles, there is a certain anti-vax tendency, and I've seen friends go down the QAnon rabbit hole because of that. I absolutely think you should get vaccinated against certain things such as covid as a farmer rep, he has first-hand knowledge of the dark side of medication, so I can understand and relate to the need to bring it up, but I think it's dangerous to imply that you can basically meditate a virus away or train yourself to be immune. And even if that would be possible, we have responsibility to those who are vulnerable. Again, I do not say that is what he meant, I just felt it necessary to clarify that because some people do. Or might even feel validated in their opinions hearing, things like that. Getting vaccinated is not about protecting yourself. It is about not becoming a carrier and infecting others. So I absolutely get where he's coming from and I agree that we as a society clearly over-medicate. So when it comes to things like, I don't know, back pain, headache or heartburn, there's often an easy cure. Even regarding heart disease, protection, a change in diet or workout can do wonders. While it might be true that doctors are trained to fight the effect and not the cause, there is no underlying conspiracy. I am friends with doctors and scientists who actually worked on the COVID vaccination. They are working endlessly to help mankind. The actual conspiracy, if you want to pinpoint one, is That no one questions lifestyle choices and sells medication against the side effects of unhealthy lifestyles and the pharma industry's main income is still from factory farming which is coincidentally also the reason why some medications don't work anymore because people build up an intolerance by consuming meat saturated with medication or in some cases even vegetables are affected via fertilizers made out of animal waste so it's all connected Which brings me back to what we discussed earlier. We are all connected through the force. So in that sense, I hope this episode helped you to make the right choices and unlock your full potential. If you want to support me or this podcast, don't send money. I don't have a Patreon. Find a charity of your choosing and donate. And do yourself a favor and switch off your phone, disconnect, and just sit in silence for a few minutes, close your eyes, and... Breathe. Just breathe.